Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, After Buzzers, the Real Housewives of Potomac After Show. Tonight, we're talking everything Cayman Islands. We're talking Karen's super-duper amazing wig. And we're talking Ashley making up with everyone. And Cuckoo Katie does it again. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Potomac After Show, Season 4, Episode 16, Trouble in Paradise. Uh, tonight we have a great show coming up for you, and we have news, gossip, tweets, shadiest moments, all that, so stay tuned till the end. But of course, I couldn't do it without my girls, so give it up for the expert on Potomac, Danny. Hey, guys. <laughs> and all things news and gossip, Lauren. Hey, guys. What's up? All right. And we miss you, Alexis. See you next week, chica. Um, all right, you guys. So before we get into the nitty gritty, what did you guys feel overall about this episode? I was happy with this episode. I think they all did a great job of like trying to mend relationships, and they all acted their age this episode. I was proud of them. Yeah, kind of. Um, I, I, it was emotional for me watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, there's an up and then there's a down. It was like a roller coaster. Yeah, of friends, just drama, but it was good. Oh, so cool! You guys are so nice. I think for me, um, I think everybody was very mature, very positive. I think we did um, cover some new ground. Although I don't know, it was kind of slow for me. But maybe I'm just a fiend for the drama. Um, <laughs> so on that note, let's start off with the segment that I slept the most on, which would be uh, Monique and Chris. So they were super, oh, super yeah. cute, but kind of like totally filler for me. But I like mm-hmm. that. I guess they want to keep her in play. Um so how did you guys feel about that little segment? And I guess now she's not going to have to have another baby. Yay for her. I think they just had to show Monique to show that she's like a part of the show. But like <laughs> there was no reason that we had to see Monique this episode. I was bored. Like the dinner was just like boring. And it was like intimate to their relationship. Yeah. Like we had to hear about their sex life the whole time. But I was asleep on that whole that whole part. I don't know. Chris, all his sexual talk kept me awake. I was just like, we don't see this side of Chris. This, yeah. this calves got Chris loose. He's right. getting a little like, R-rated, so that was uncomfortable, but oh, kind of cute. That's a cute photo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was my thing, too. Like, honestly, really, until she started rubbing his hand, I was like, okay, now we going somewhere. But, yeah. like, up until that, I was like, okay, um, you know, but I appreciate this is their, their way of kind of moving her storyline along as far as he wants to have kids and she doesn't want them or whatever. Um, But yeah, that one was kind of a bit of a snoozer for sure. Do Um, we think that she's going to return season five? I think she will. Okay. I mean, I don't know what else she would do. Not in a shady way, but like, I really don't know what else she would do. Well, I think she has a lot of businesses and stuff. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll have to see kind of how the reunion goes down because right now... 
Like, I like her as a person. I think she's interesting. Well, I take that back. I like her. I don't think she's interesting. So, to me, I can see them cutting her because I'm kind of bored on her episodes. But maybe once she has the baby, they'll mm-hmm. be different dynamics next season if, you know, if she... I think Monique used to be interesting, though. It's just like, when she's pregnant, when she's pregnant, she's boring. But, like, when she's not pregnant, like, she's lit. She's one of my favorite people on the show when she's not pregnant. Yeah. Um, What can you really do, I guess, if you're pregnant? Because, you know, she gets, like, hype from when she be drinking. So, she kind of can't do that. (laughs) So, now she's just at home, not being stressed. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if she uh, if she makes the cut because I really think that this season, yeah, she was re- she was really dry for me. Although I love her and I think she looked great and mm-hmm. she carried her pregnancy well and you know and there was a couple moments where she went after Candace that were slightly interesting, but. I did want to just shout out Joseph Boza because it wouldn't be a Real Housewives of Potomac after show if we didn't. Number hey, one Joseph. fan, we love you. Hey, hey. He, he thinks his prediction is that Monique will be in a friend role next season. Like, not as a full-time housewife, but just, like, friend of a show. Like, kind of what they did to Sharice. I can see that. I can but see who that. who would she be friends with? Uh, That's the Karen. Thing. Karen. Oh, okay. Karen. Well, then, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, see that. I, I can see that as well. Or, you know, maybe they'll have her a little bit, but not not show her every episode. Because, like, clearly this episode, yeah, you know, we would have been fine without her. And we've been kind of fine without her for a few episodes. So, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. But um, I guess it depends on who else they actually do bring back, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's get into the ladies at the Cayman. Um, all right. So let's talk about Ashley. Because it seemed like in this episode, Ashley really sort of, I guess, rethought her position with Katie. And also she and Candace seemed to come to some sort of, I don't know, some sort of fake sort of understanding. Um, <laughs> so let's start, start off sort of with um, how in the light of day, Ashley kind of backed down and went in to apologize to Katie. And what did you guys feel about her authenticity in that moment? I loved Ashley this episode. And I know y'all are probably like, you loved Ashley. It's pretty strong word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked Ashley this episode. I like her when she's being the bigger person and is not always in the drama. Like, she's really good at resolving drama, too, that she's in. Right. Like, she really was nice this episode. I was feeling this Ashley. I wish we could always have this Ashley. You know what I mean? Like, she did a good job. And, like, she really saw that Katie needed, like, support and didn't need, like, the arguing, which I liked because Katie really did need help. You could see the whole episode. Like, she was hurting. Mm-hmm. Like, she was sick, but I think she was just, like, hurting. Yeah. That kind of hurt, though, will definitely make you sick when you're that stressed mm-hmm. out. But, um... I think Ashley was cool, but at the same time, like, you can't be coming for people like that and the next day just be like, well, I realized that I was wrong, so I'm sorry, so you should forgive me. Like, yeah, she kind of came at her, like, that was hard. Like, I kind of agree with Karen's uh, mindset on it. Like, it's good that you apologize, but you definitely need to give her some time because you didn't just say, oh, your wig is messed up. Like... Yeah. You, like, tore her down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On every level. Um, That's true, although I think Ashley had a point. I think she did feel like she was creating some sort of bond with Katie that Katie, I guess, due to her stress or whatever, kind of threw away and went after her and kind of dogged her a little bit. So I think that although Ashley was not necessarily justified in what she said to Katie, I think Katie 
threw some barbs too. She just was too hurt, I guess, to you know basically take it. Back. She yeah. did, I guess, um, but I don't know. She definitely did throw barbs, but like, oh, I think you're stupid. And then the stuff that I, I just, I don't know. Like, I think it's great that she apologized, but. I, and it could be just because of what we've seen of Katie. I just take it with a grain of salt. But, like, mm-hmm. okay, you're dumb versus you're this, you're this. You're not strong enough for this group. You're not even a strong enough yeah. person. Like, your kids, the, the hole in between your legs. Like, she came at her. So I think it's great that she did. Um, she is growing enough to be able to say, okay, I was wrong last night. But, yeah, I'm going to need a couple days if I'm Katie. Yeah, and I think Katie, like, forgives her. But sometimes when people say certain things during an argument, you know that this is how they really feel about you behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So I think she took it like, okay, it's like, I forgive you for this argument. We're gonna like play nice, but I think in the back of Katie's head, she knows this is how Ashley really thinks of me. Exactly, and Ashley knows the same. Like, at this point, it's like you kind of, um, as much as I don't agree, Candace had a point. Really, you know, she's not your friend, really. So, you know, you can be cool, you can be cordial or whatever, but you know that if you tell something personal to Katie, she's gonna go and run her mouth and talk mess about you, like, really for no reason. And Katie also knows, well, yeah, Ashley has her thoughts about you, too. So, you know, I mean, hopefully, I think, hopefully they both can kind of overcome their... um, their differences and kind of get past it. Yeah. Uh, although to me, I don't know. Katie looked a little bit out of it to me, in my opinion. You know, she just so. looked broken. She did. It was look really broken. sad. Sad it to so like sad. she. Yeah, it was just sad to watch. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, it, it was tough. It was. It was very tough. Um, how did you guys feel about Ashley and Candace and their sort of interaction in this episode? It was cute, but I don't think it'll last long. I really think that these are two people... Like, they were nice. It was nice seeing them be friends. I feel like if they both really tried, they could be good friends, you know? But I don't see it happening. Their, like, personalities are too different, you know? Even though they're the youngest, I don't know. Candace just doesn't seem like she could be friends, friends, friends with Cam- with Ashley, you know? Yeah, I mean, to me, okay, one, for personally, I mean, I know Giselle was like, it's so cute or whatever, but Candace, I don't know, maybe I like Ashley too much, but I feel like Candace dogged her, and I'd be like, no, you're not getting on my back in the water. Like, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care about that stingray. Like, we need to get to a better place mm-hmm. before you, you know, before I'm giving you a piggyback ride. But that was just me. But Ashley was very friendly, because then, like, moments later, they were kind of back arguing. So I was like, okay, you know, Candace is interesting, I should say. I think they're both interesting. I really want to know what where they were with each other before this show started. Because remember, we she introduced her, and I don't know if they just made it that way because they both had the pageant background. Mm-hmm. Like, were they friends? Right. Were oh, they? Right. Did they have okay. a long term like from middle school pageantry battle? We don't know about. Like, I just want to know the full history behind their relationship because it's almost Giselle Karen esque to me. Like, right. it's friendly. Yeah. Like, there's love there, but like we kind of hate each other. Like, it's so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. And I like you said, I don't think it's gonna last. Like you said, it's a little fast for piggyback rides. We're also both adults. Like, you like Candace, but get up. Right. I, I, I know, right? I <laughs> so like, that was kind of random, but... I was like, okay, really? Is this what we're doing? And then, even in the van, Candace is still, like, rolling her eyes and stuff. So I'm like, okay, see, you know, this... I don't know. I, I feel like it is sort of a momentary thing. Yeah. But uh, it was cute to see them do the yoga, so that was mm-hmm. kind of... That was nice. Um, and it was interesting to see Giselle sort of pushing this... I think this episode I will say I felt like Giselle was trying to be more of 
a positive, a yeah. positive Patty instead of a, a messy Mary. You know, I think she was really trying to do a little bit better with everybody, and so I thought that was appreciative. Yeah, yeah. I think they all showed some of their better qualities this episode. Robin mm-hmm. stood up for herself. You know, everybody just had their own little moments. Sometimes yeah. Giselle is like, you know, when two siblings like are getting along for a little bit, and then the mom has to call it out, like, I'm so glad y'all are getting along, and then you fall all out the again. Comes right, back. Exactly. She, sometimes Giselle is like that, and I saw that when Candace and Ashley started going back at each other after Giselle was like, oh, y'all, like, I'm so glad y'all get along. I was like, oh my gosh, she is such a mom right now. <laughs> like, I'm so glad y'all are getting along, and then they just snap on each other Ugh. again. Well, let me ask you this, um, because that was one thing that I saw that was interesting, was part of, I felt, the, the problem with the, um, with sort of their interaction there was Candace apologized, but then she was like, but you owe me apology too. So mm-hmm. then it kind of was like, okay, well, basically negates, you're not really sorry, because really this is just your excuse to kind of try to get an apology out of Ashley. But what are your thoughts on that sort of I agree discussion? With you. I agree. It was kind of like with a condition, so that's not a real apology. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know how else Candace would have been able to accept it if she didn't because she even shared like I'm a grudge holder so maybe just apologize in that moment then bring it up later that you were hurt like because I, I think that was her intention but she shouldn't have said but you need to apologize to me like I did this but I was also hurt here and give her the the authority to apologize to you if you want to but when you say like well I apologize but it kind of comes off like you don't mean it. Exactly. and But I think also there were two different things at play. Like, I think she was like, but you owe me an apology for whatever she said at the house. And then Long that made thing. me get the butter knife or whatever. But to me, I feel like in reality, she was always hurt because she said they weren't real friends back in New Orleans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's carrying that grudge to all this other stuff. Yeah. So to me, it wasn't until when they did the yoga where it was like, oh, this is why she's really mad. You know what I'm saying? Because for a long time, she's kind of been digging at Ashley and the baby and she's drinking and whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't really until she really was like, okay, that really hurt me. Where it's like, okay, this wasn't about some dumb comment at her yeah. house and stuff. So that was the part I felt like was authentic from her. But when she was at that luncheon, that seemed kind of like, I'm not really sorry, but, you know. Yeah, she's in her grudge-holding mindset right there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So hopefully, since they, you know, hopefully they'll get past that sort of, I do at least want to be your real friend, whether we make it there or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll see. Cool. All right, well, before we go any further, you guys, or before we move on to our next topic, Danny has something great to tell you all. Yes, I do. We <laughs> want to thank you guys so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. Please make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and also give us a comment there. We love AfterBuzz so much here on this panel, and we really want to thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every week and watching us do what we love to do. Yes. So, and you guys, if you're there, if you're watching now, then go ahead and give us a thumbs up because you watch it anyway. So, you know, that matters and it means something. So, please do that. Uh, All right. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, Giselle and Robin. So, you know, we see Robin finally stand up for herself after being pushed by Katie and Ashley. Um, And we see, we really see a moment with Giselle. How did you guys feel about that interaction between those two? You can tell that they really love each other because that is how real friends deal with the, you know, deal with 
something in makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was so mature, and I was so glad that Giselle could see that she was wrong, you know? And she wasn't like, well, Monique did this, you know, blaming it. Right. So, yeah, that was a cute moment for me. That was like, they are really good friends, and that was cute. Yeah, it was sweet. I was really proud. Like, Giselle had a really good episode of mm-hmm. owning her stuff. So, I was proud. Uh, I was proud of Robin, too. I loved how Ashley, like, Ashley was at her best this episode. But she, she was. was like, as Robin was saying it, she was just like, you can do it. Like, yeah. build her up. <laughs> wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. But Karen, the, Wait, the editors were so good because then went to Karen. Everybody was Karen, like, mm-hmm. Go Robin. Go <laughs> Robin. Go, go Robin. I was like, look at these Robin cheerleaders over here. Right. They were, that was cute, the way they edited that scene. And, you know, it was nice, really, I think, to see um, Robin stand up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't think, I think, I don't know. Like, I think she felt some kind of way. I think she was passive-aggressive last episode. And um, and it was interesting. I also felt when Katie came to um, let Robin know she wasn't going to dinner, and then it's like, you know, she's sick and all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden she's like, well, what's up with you and Giselle? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like we need to thank Katie, because I don't think Robin would have said anything if Katie didn't bring it up. But what do you guys think about that? I think Giselle, I think Robin would have, said something because Giselle made like whatever she was saying before like people need to own up to stuff. It was a good leeway. <laughs> it was, it was, exactly. it was very a true, good very way true. for her to get it out. So I think she would have still said it. Yes. And that was a totally cute picture of Giselle in her mm-hmm. moment. Um, so yeah. So that was interesting to see Robin kind of really uh, stand up for herself. Okay. So in this episode we also see Karen kind of you know, making some we believe to be real moves with La Dame perfume. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. I know you're Bloomingdale's girl. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about sort of Kieran's interplay and her sort of um, halfway, I guess, coming a couple of steps closer to Giselle? Their relationship is always, you know, here all over the place, I think. How do you guys feel? I don't think they got any closer, honestly, because Giselle was throwing shade, like, so she don't own this business. You know I what I mean? Up. So I was like, okay, like, just be happy for her, even though Giselle was like, but we're going to support. But you threw shade, and they said you were going to support. So, okay. Yeah, I was just thinking when she was saying that, I'm like, and that's going to be their next thing. Mm-hmm. That, like, somebody's going to go back and say, well... Giselle said you didn't own this, Karen, and that's going to be their next thing. Yep. Like, I need you to support me. I am supporting you. It's going to be the same little battle over that comment. Um, it's just a weird dance that they, they're doing there. I guess they like it. Yeah. It's back and forth. It's like emotionally draining. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It was cute to kind of see them, you know. <laughs> oh, that's a cute photo. <laughs> it was cute to see. Exactly. That is Karen always, like, going off. And mm-hmm. then Giselle is always the one kind of apologizing and coming um, coming back to Karen. So, you know, that is interesting. And, and I think it'll be cool to see kind of what goes down at the, uh, at the perfume party mm-hmm. as well. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited for that. I am, too. And you know what? I mean... A rollerball is not a sample. It's a travel size. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the size you take when you go to the parties uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, okay. And then what did you guys think about... There was a brief interaction between Robin and Juan. 
on the phone, and he was he seemed a little short to me. But what did yeah. you guys think? I go ahead. Go I on. think they did that to be shady. Me too. Yeah, they did that to be shady <laughs> because I think they have like a pretty good relationship. But then they were like, uh, "I gotta call you back. I'm in a meeting." You know, like it was just shady by that, the editors. I know that happens. That literally happened to somebody with me today. On like, it's no hate in that. That's a normal thing. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, Danny, gotta go. I gotta call you back. I'm yeah. work like. They're so shady. I feel mm. like they put in some music in the back, too. Like, y'all better let her live. Yes, let her live. Lana's like, I'm a meeting here at this party, so I'm going to call you back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so Robin. that moment was interesting. Because I was like, oh, my goodness. It, it kind of felt... Um, it felt a little short. I mean, I was like, ooh, you know. And she was looking hurt. She was looking really hurt at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like she also, that's her face, though. I feel like that's still editing. Like, I feel like she, in yeah. real life, she's just like, all right. But I feel like they probably cut it to while she was waiting for him to call. She was looking like her resting face. Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all. She was Shady. like, hey, baby. And he was like, I'm in a meeting. And she was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Though, even though, even though she was crushed on the phone, um, it was interesting to see how excited she was and the positive things that she said when she was at that dinner with Giselle. And uh, oh, look at them! Oh, they do look like they do look really cute nice together. together. They look so cute together. They do look cute together, and I do like her. I'm really starting to really like her short hair a yeah. lot, actually. So they do look cute together. Um, so at the dinner table, Giselle made a comment about how good things are going. And Robin said, oh, it seems like, you know, she was kind of positive about the ideas of marriage. What do you guys think? Like, do you think that they both, I don't know, because we see so much of Robin and I always feel like, I want to see what Juan has to say. But what do you guys think? I don't see them getting married again. Because, like, a lot of people that have been married before, they don't feel like they have to put that title on it. You know, because that, like, sometimes makes it harder. You know, like, y'all know that y'all are going to be together. You know whether or not you're going to be together forever or not. Y'all have kids together and everything. Right. So I think that they could possibly just live together and be together but not be married. I don't see the marriage. And I definitely don't see her having any more kids. Right. What do you think? I see what? a baby in the future. You do? I, I do. I guess I just personally would love to see what their daughter would look like, honestly. Yeah. Personally. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I could see a marriage for them. I could. I mean, maybe I'm just optimistic, but yeah. I feel like that's what she wants, and I feel like she deserves it as much as, from what we see, I feel like she's really been oh, yeah. in his corner forever, literally since high school. Yeah. So I think she deserves that marriage, and... And I mean, Maybe. Ashley did say that Michael told, I mean, that Juan told Michael that he wants to put a ring on it, so maybe. Right, I know. That was that was my other thing, too. So I know Ashley said that, and I don't know. I want to see, I guess for me to, like, really believe it, I need to see more of Juan. Like, yeah. we've seen some cute little interactions, you know, even though he was rude today. We have seen some cute things <laughs> between them, but I want to like I want to hear him. I want to hear the producers catch him on tape saying I want a baby girl because she's yeah. the only one who's ever said it. You really he, think she? Made that I'm up. not saying she made it up. I'm just saying I'm not saying I'm not saying she's. I don't not calling her a liar. I'm just saying I. We always view Juan through her eyes, and yeah. to me. He always has had the upper hand. This is the first season he's really acted like he's been present, really, to me in the marriage. And I just want us to see more footage of what 
his real feelings are. I have a feeling we won't see him say that because Juan seems like someone that like stays to himself. And this is probably like pillow talk. You know, they right. have these conversations right. like at night in the bed chilling, these deep conversations. So I don't see us hearing him say that, but I would love to hear him say right. that. Or, or, okay, I mean, scratch necessarily the baby thing, but I want to see, I personally, not just because he looks good, but because I think it would give a clearer understanding of their relationship, mm-hmm. I would like to see more footage of him anyway. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I remember there was that one season where they caught him in the corner, like, saying some mean stuff. You know, like, mm-hmm. they've caught him a couple of times saying some slick stuff. i like you to catch him saying some good stuff, because I feel like... Mm-hmm. It should be there this season because they do. I mean, they do appear to be authentic, but you know, it's always like her coming back and telling us. And I want to see him kind of, you know, not being busy, taking the call. I love you too, boo. All that stuff. I want to see that. Yeah, I want that for you, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, so I don't know. We'll see about them. Uh, okay, so let's go back to Katie. <sighs> Now, you guys said she looked broken. I thought she looked high, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I did. Because at first I was like, okay, maybe she's sick. Maybe she's, um, you know, maybe she had motion sickness or whatever. I did think that at first. And then kind of like as the day wore on, even when Ashley was talking to her, she just didn't seem focused, which you're right. She could just appear upset. But then that whole discussion about... Uh, when she went to go talk to um, Robin and Ashley, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, we're having sex. We're not using like, what did you guys think about that? The whole is she pregnant? She's kind of dropping it in a way that seemed odd. I don't know. What did you guys feel on that segment? I think she was genuinely processing Robin's questions, like, huh, yeah, no, no, no. I think she was. I don't think she was trying to drop a pregnancy announcement there, um, but. I don't know. She just looks sad to me. Is she high? I don't know. Joseph Bosa says Katie is a blabbermouth. Who wants her glass back? Trent King, Trent King says Katie needs to put the glass down in the RX pills. Ooh, so a lot of people think that. I just hate to I I personally just hate to say that about somebody. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She definitely didn't seem present. But I also feel like just pure sadness can make you feel that way too. And yeah. I think even if she is high, she's definitely doing it because she's sad. Which yeah. is sad. I would hate to say that about her, but I honestly think that, like, going through something that has to do with your kids can really make you, like, like a pit in your stomach. Like, I think it really made her sick thinking about not having her kids, you mm-hmm. know? So, I think that's what it was. She was just sick about her kids. She's a mama bear, you know? Okay, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with you. Too. I kind of agree mostly with what Lauren is saying, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I did feel like she had something extra going on outside of sadness. But um, I don't know if it's um, maybe, she, you know, I'm not saying that she's doing anything illegal. Maybe she just, she maybe she's depressed and people do take medication for that. Oh, so yeah. legitimately. So, um, so, but she seemed, yeah, like she just didn't seem mentally present. Mm-hmm. And um, especially the whole thing, not so much that she was jo- dropping a pregnancy bomb, but that whole discussion just seemed like, I don't know. Like, are you talking to somebody who's eight? She's like, nope. Um, yeah, he's not. We're not doing the pullout. He's not doing condoms. <laughs> you know, pre- hmm, I don't even remember what it was like to be pregnant. It just seemed so like, wow. Like, she just seemed out of it to me at that point. Really. I feel like I don't know what Katie is like. Yeah. Like, it's like she's always kind of like so out of it. Like, what is her- we don't even know what she looks like when she's in it. 
to like compare it to. It's just like Katie's just kind of Katie. She's always floating around. That yeah. maybe she, I might I agree with you on that for sure because I definitely feel like this season we're seeing a totally different person. So this is has like in essence no relation to the person we saw in the earlier seasons Mm -hmm. and so it is totally new and she does half the time it's like is she really this wild and crazy or is she you know she's smoking before she comes on I don't know what she's doing but (laughs) she seems very free and um, so it'll be interesting to see. Now, what did you guys think at the end when Karen and Candace go to visit her and she's fully dressed? Like, <laughs> I was so confused. Like, a scarf and a jacket. What were you doing playing dress up in your room or something? Um, <laughs> what is happening? I was confused. Well, I think she's just planning out her escape outfit because clearly yeah. she did Carmen Santiago or San Diego and just like left town. Yeah, or so we think. I know, or so we think. That part was kind of um, just buck wild, especially when she comes up missing the next day. It's like oh, okay, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's like yeah, she's not even in a robe. She's like ready to go travel. She probably had her flight like an hour after that. Right. Like, I gotta head out. Hi, I'm fine. I'm about to get on this plane. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So that was very interesting. Um, Alright, you guys. Well, that's pretty much it for this episode, actually. Um, so before we move on, let's move on to, um, let's discuss our shadiest moments. Mm-hmm. Alright, we'll start with you, Lauren. Oh my gosh, my shadiest moment was, it was kind of like an undertone, but when Giselle was like, yeah, I really do enjoy Chris's food, even in the chaos. Yeah. If you think about it, every time we've had Chris's food on this show, there's like a huge fight going on, so I thought that was shady. Very true, very true. My shadiest moment was Karen saying, don't advise people to be a gold digger. She meant that. Yeah. Because I was confused by what Ashley was saying, like, what are you saying? He can't have that on his own? Like, what are you saying? She needs money off of his stuff? I don't get it. But. Very true. Very true. And then, um, and we'll get back to that, actually. That is a good point. Um, and my shadiest moment was also from Karen when she said there's a lot of naysayers, specifically Lizelle. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a good one. And um, and I actually thought Robin was being a little shady when Karen was telling her about the party she was going to have and. Robin was like, is it ready? And then in her confession, uh, yeah. she's like, I'm surprised. Yeah. So both of those I thought were um, shady. But I think you're right. The uh, gold digger one does yeah, seem the like the winner. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. That's my celebratory win. Right. Exactly. Now, before we move on to the news, I do want to touch on that, though. What did you think um, about Ashley's comment to Candace? It's like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, that's his thing. Why would her name have to be on it? When, like, I agree with Giselle. When he wins, she wins. They're mm-hmm. married. Like, why would her name need to be on that? I don't get it. Yeah. She doesn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Lauren? I was cracking up. That's actually one of the ones I had in my mind for Shady's moments. But, um... I just think it's funny because Karen is actually the one who got the game. So mm-hmm. it was funny when she's like, don't advise people on how to be a gold digger. But we know that Karen specifically went to the Black Caucus to meet Ray. Because she shared that. Not Ray specifically, but she went there looking for a man. So Miss Karen Hooger knows the game. So it's just funny that she's like, Ashley, you don't even know this gold digging world. Right. Sit down, honey, because you don't even have a prenup in order. 
Exactly, exactly. And that was, well, a couple things. One, I thought that, um, I mean, I, you know, I think Candace had a good point as far as not putting her name on Chris's mm-hmm. cookbook or whatever. But I do feel like Ashley, because she's married to someone that's, that's much wealthier, because she, mm-hmm. she had to sign a prenup, she's like, look, especially after that restaurant stuff, who's really in control of the restaurant? Was it her? Was it Michael? I thought she had some valid points in you need to have an understanding of what's going to be yours and what's going to be his, especially if things don't work out. So I thought that point was valid. Although it was interesting that Karen had the audacity to call anybody a gold digger (laughs) because we know Karen's background. She grew up not that great and married up. And for her to, you know, then kind of whatever, cast any dispersions to Ashley, I thought was like hilarious, really. The pot calling the kettle black, so to speak. But, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) All right, let's move on to our tweets. There weren't any really that were super popping that I found this week. (laughs) But these were interesting. So this is Hot Boy Stan. Katie is a spirit animal. Yes. Thus she leaves when she feels like it. (laughs) Very true. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. City Girl Nay. We City did not. Girl, City Girl Nay. <laughs> I love that. Act up. You can get to Okay. Oh, God. Um, we, <laughs> we did not need a solo Monique scene this episode. We did not. We did, we did not. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little unnecessary. Okay. Aria Winter. Ashley and Candace will be friends one second and then fight to the death another. They're like LMAO. siblings. Seriously. Very true. Very true. I don't. Yeah. Their relationship is, especially this episode, was all over the place. Candace, when you truly apologize, you do so selflessly and a bit blah, 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 blah. It cancels that apology out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I felt like she just, she backpedaled so much and she basically wasn't really apologizing, so. <sighs> Ugh, so over Ashley. She's giving advice to Candace. She needs to just stay in her lane and worry about the check that she gets from Michael. She made sure she had a baby so she can keep on cashing in. Ooh, the shade, the shade from Mon Super Mom. Alright. I think that's it. Alright. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> Alright, so now we have Lauren with our news and gossip. Hey guys, it's Lauren with the news and gossip. (laughs) So I just wanted to bring up Robin, actually. So we talked about Robin a lot, actually, this episode. She came for us. And what else she did this weekend? She actually launched her new line of fashionable baseball caps. Okay, here's one in this picture. Ah, that's Robin. Yeah, she that's launched. Cute. Yeah, she launched at Ubiquitous, uh, the event. Same one we've seen them go to like every year of the show yeah. now. And yeah, the line is called Embellished, and there's some interesting looks. I'm not in her target audience. Not in her target audience. How about you, no. Erica? I mean, what's the price point? Not enough. I mean, I not cheap enough. I, oh my god! Um, I think it's affordable for all. Um, but either way, congratulations to her. Congratulations, Robin. I mean, I'm sure she has other varieties. I don't know if I'd buy that one, but I am down for a cute hat for 
for well, sure. Well, let me let me let you know. You might be able to find other varieties in her new cover. Okay, she's on a cover <gasps> of a magazine. Ooh, she looks cute. She, she looks actually really looks there. amazing there. Yeah, that purple looks really good on her. Yes. That yes. looks really nice. Fierce. Yes. So Robin just covered Women of Excellence. It's a magazine. They got a decent following. Okay, I checked out their Instagram. So shout out to her. Like the purple, the blue, the hair. She looks mm-hmm. great. She's bringing it. Go Robin. Looking like a businesswoman with your new line, girl. Yes. And now, Katie. <laughs> Every time Katie comes up, it's just kind of sad. Um, but we, um, we've, we've talked about it a little bit on the show, whether or not she's going to be coming back uh, to next season. And she has made it clear on Instagram. She let everybody know that she did not appreciate how uh, the production team handled the Michael situation mm-hmm. in the voiceover. And she does not feel comfortable having anybody in her home. So no more Katie, guys. I'm sad. I like Katie. Exactly. So we'll see. I mean, that is the word on the street that um, I, they actually said, I think, in the article, too, that she wasn't going to be at the reunion. So we'll see if that happens. But um, so interesting. Hopefully make up with the producers, girl. We need you. We need you on the show. Katie mm-hmm. says she don't need to check that bad. Yeah. <laughs> she did make a point to blame the production company, though, and not Bravo. So who knows? Maybe they'll get a new production. I doubt it, though. Doubt it, yeah. They're pretty locked in mm-hmm. with this company. But we never know. So we'll see. Well, thank you, guys. So let's do our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Hmm. We're back to the Michael drama. <laughs> back to the Michael drama. I thought we were done with this, but here we go. Karen had to put her two cents in about Michael again, and Ashley is going to snap like she always does. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we enjoyed this Kumbaya episode. I don't think we're going to get that. I think everyone's going to be at odds. Uh, Monique's probably going to pop back up with Giselle. They're going to have another moment. It's just going to be crazy. And we're here to watch. Yay. And I agree. I think uh, Ashley and Karen, I mean, I think they've never quite, they had like that one nice moment in the salt room, but I think they're pretty much done. I don't think they're actually ever going to mesh because they're honestly too much alike. They, you know. Gold diggers like each other. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, mostly. Um, but yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. That has been our episode this week. And thank you. But before we go, ladies, where can everyone find you? Hey, guys. My name is Lauren Mayo. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Out Loud and on YouTube at Lauren Mayo. Hey, guys. I'm your girl, Danny B. And you can find me on Instagram at the Danny B. All right, you guys, and I'm your host, Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. Ciao for now, folks. Bye, Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.